0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac, or drop a crispy fry between the
1: car seats, or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba At participating McDonald's.
0: What's up with y'all, man? It's Rifle 9 And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Turn me up. Let me know, 400000 in a month. I think I made this city happen, because that's for my lucky number. Yeah. All
2: right, y'all. So we got the one and only Mr. Vulture Island, Rob49, with um, us jumping off the porch today. Again. What's that? Damn. We got, we got a lot to catch up on, because when you was here last time, actually, when you was here last time, I want you to tell the people where you was exactly in your career.
0: Nowhere. For real, like, I had just made Vulture Island, and that's about it. Like, I just got on this shit probably, like, the next week. Yeah, for sure. I was nowhere.
2: Damn. I didn't know it was that early, though.
0: No, it was. I was I was hot where I'm from and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. not, not around the world. Now it's looking like, all right, he got potential. He can be one of the biggest, like, you see what I'm saying? hmm So, yeah.
2: So how long after the interview would you say people from all over started to pick you up?
0: I ain't gonna lie, probably like two weeks. Probably like two weeks after that.
2: You said two weeks? Yeah. Damn, okay, but that's not that long, no. That's, that's literally right after.
1: Uh-huh. So
2: now that you're here in the current, trending on TikTok, with your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, going crazy, dropping projects. You dropped the project. So let's talk about your journey and how everything's been since the last time you left us.
0: I'm about to say how everything been I ain't, ain't, that shit ain't never slowed down. Like, you know, you think, keep in mind I ain't dropped since Vulture Island, that Vulture Island tape. That that was a year ago. I dropped two singles and they going viral everywhere on TikTok and shit, Houston Girls and stuff like that. But after that, I ain't do nothing until now. I'm thinking to myself, I'm about to drop again. Like, prior to the end of this month, the beginning of April. I'm thinking to myself, is this that moment again? Like, because you ain't dropped since that. Like, and that shit hard. Like, they feeling you. You drop <laughs> yeah. 18 songs, they might really, they might really mess with like two, three of them and mm-hmm. they be one of them.
2: So. so with you just dropping your two singles, do you ever be in your head when it comes to dropping more music?
0: Nah, I'm in my head all oh, day. I probably got a thousand unreleased songs.
2: It's like it's like
0: i make songs and i don't even look to drop them i need Why? to stop doing it. i don't know but i'm about to start driving though
2: yes you yeah, got I'm to like all, i'm I'm not gonna hold you like i went to dallas right went to the club yeah. your music is for the bad bitches like all the bad <laughs> bitches be shaking now you know what's funny like- Brody.
0: um man i gotta drive it because i be feeling like man I be feeling like, if you don't drop this shit, cause I've been around a lot of people, so, and I play a lot of un- my unreleasing shit on Instagram and shit. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like niggas straight be stealing my soul, so you gotta start dropping that shit. Like.
2: You have to. So how do you feel in this present moment with all of the success that's been surrounding you? Mm. I
0: don't know, I just feel like, I feel like there's a lot more room to grow, like I ain't really, I don't really see the success cause it's me for real. Yeah. So, motherfucker, tell me so much I gotta believe it, but Nah, I don't really see it for real. I think I just got to keep going.
2: What sounds would you say you've been experimenting with lately?
0: Probably like them auto-tune love songs.
2: Oh, you <laughs> in your romance rap bag? Nah, here. Really. Okay, <laughs> yup. Okay, so you understand. I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like you know we've had a lot of the drill shit a lot of uh-huh. the other stuff but i really do and i say this all the time i feel like it's about that time for artists to get in that romance rap
0: nah for real you got to if you're trying to make some m's and some b's out this shit, you gotta you gotta go there
2: okay so for a rapper who hasn't experienced romance in a long time do you feel like it's possible to create like romance rap
0: most definitely because even if you like even if you got a little you fuck with, like, she could be a hoe or anything. Like, you fuck with her, though.
2: Okay, um, back to, we're now talking about how freaks, you know, are a little bit more fun than the reserved type of girls. Yeah. So, you was diving into that. So, in your perspective, why would you say, like, they a little bit better than girls who kind of keep you chill and this shit? Just
0: because, like, we young, man. Like, what you, what you doing all this for? We not about to get married. They did it again? No. no. I'm Wait. What say. do you
2: mean? What if some girls want to get married? Like that's their intention. All right.
0: Then you're. Then we not gonna be together. That's it. I like girls that just wake up and just live their life day by day.
2: Rob, that's kind of harsh.
0: That's real. Like
2: that is really harsh, though. So real. okay. Do you feel like it's because
0: I got a girlfriend? So let's just put that on there, man. But,
2: okay. Cool. 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 All right. Cool. But <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is the movie. Do that.
2: Okay, so we gonna exit that, but as a rapper, of course, being in the spotlight, when it comes to the type of girl that, you know, you would want to bring along in that journey with you, what does that look
1: like?
0: Um, Probably like a hustler. Like, I like somebody with their own shit going on. Mm -hmm. Like, it ain't even gotta be no shit, like, that's making you a lot of money or nothing. Like, I just want you to have something that you really love. Like, you love doing this and you really want to see yourself win. You know what I'm saying? That's about it. As long as you got ambition around me, you can stay around me. You ain't gotta have nothing.
2: I know that's right.
0: Not for yeah. real.
2: Now, with your career, what would you say are like some ups and downs that you've really seen on your journey?
0: Um, the ups, the ups is just like I don't know. I'll I be trying not to look at it that much. Like, probably. Wow, the,
2: you're so humble. Like, what is this? I'm about to say, i be
0: trying not to look at it that much because I know niggas fall off every day. Like, mm-hmm. and I know you ain't gonna be hot forever in this rap shit. So if you keep thinking, oh yeah, up, 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 you're gonna eventually fall off. Then when you fall off, you're gonna be like, man, you might lose your mind. Like, that's like a basketball player who. Everybody say, oh, he going to the league, and then he loses his mind, because he ain't go to the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I ain't trying to be one of them niggas. So, but the, the downs probably like, I need to start dropping my music.
2: From your observation in the game, <laughs> what would you say are like some things that you feel an artist can easily like get lost in the sauce with?
0: Um, just like, when a new nigga coming out and, and they getting a, a, another beat, selection or whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? And they'll mm-hmm. try to go jump on that type. You, you lost in the sauce, you don't even know. You probably had the sauce. But you trying to jump on another nigga way, that probably it.
2: Do you think that artists should stick with the initial, their initial sound when they first start out instead of trying to switch it up and be kind of all over the place with it?
0: Um, I, I don't know, because it's like, you, you, you don't need to be trying to go in the studio and make music, like, I don't do that. I go in the studio just how i feel like if i don't feel like making no music i ain't making that i don't care if nigga think i ain't working like but i know it if if i'm on the mic this is really how i feel you know what i'm saying like i ain't no real music making nigga.
2: damn i love the way you said that because even outside of the music like from a creative standpoint i think that that's something that gets overlooked because i feel like now in this generation it's like, you gotta constantly put out something. You gotta constantly keep up with like everything that's going on around you. But it's like, if you're not creatively feeling it or you're not feeling it mentally, you can't get in the booth. And
0: I, re- I, I remember Baby said some shit like, um, Baby said when, when it came to his taxes, he said he wasn't really tripping because he didn't know about it, but he didn't go blow his money. He said that. That's how I feel about music. like. If I ain't feeling, I ain't gonna get in the studio. Cause I don't really need to make a hit. Because I ain't mm-hmm. ma- I ain't being no stupid nigga with my money and shit. Like you right. know what I'm saying. So that's what it is.
2: Um. Now with you being signed, is it a little differently from how you would kind of move independently when it comes to you trying to make music on your own time?
0: I'm out to say I don't know. Cause I got signed like three months into me making music. So I don't really know how much it. How how. how how it is to be like that independent mm-hmm. like, you know what i'm saying like i don't really know
2: so you have c- creative control basically
0: oh yeah i got creative control i made sure yeah
2: smart very smart
0: like if i feel like this is it like this is it like you can't tell me this ain't it and <laughs> it don't go if i feel like it is, it is that.
2: now the shows how has that been for you in touring i
0: ain't gonna lie i remember when i when i started touring with noto wick mm-hmm. and i was going to the shows and shit like and no, like they was lit in the crowd. Like some people knew that shit. Like, like probably thirty percent knew that shit. But they, everybody else was still lit. But now it's like, I man, I'm doing stadiums and they know it. That shit is crazy to me. Like, it's really what I dreamed for. Though. Like what I done prayed for and shit. So like, I don't really, I don't really be thinking about it too much because I knew it was gonna come. Cause I asked wow. God for it.
2: When you, when you did, you used to pray, like, before the beginning of all of this, or even the start of all of this, what did your prayers look like?
0: Really, I, I, I always made sure I prayed for the rest of the world, for real, first, too. I prayed for God. And I, I remember um telling him, like, if this shit go bad, uh, if it go good, like, I'm just, lead, like, lead my, lead my way, like, I ain't tripping, like, so that's really it. Like, I just let him lead my way, I was just, like, and I, I, you know funny? I remind myself that every night. I tell them that every night, lead my way. Like when I'm up and when I'm down, I pray.
2: Prayer is so important. Like, I'll be praying before my interview. Nah, time. for I'm sure. Like, Prayer
0: is so important, bro.
2: You got to. I feel like we're just coming to this in a time where you kind of, you really got to get in tune with God, you know? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big
0: Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as
1: a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating mcdonald's
2: there's so much going on around you and even mm-hmm. like you as an artist like just a different type of protection like you know when you say your prayers you feel good like you feel all right
0: no yeah, well, definitely
2: so i did watch your million dollars worth of game interview yeah. and one point that stuck out to me was the advance money situation yeah. where you spoke on like with your advance money like you when you got it like You know, you barely had enough to show for yourself. So in your perspective, just break that down of what exactly happened. It's like,
0: it's like when you go into the studios every night, you buying everybody food and like, we going here, we going there and like, like I'm just paying for all that shit, like for real. Like, but then when you get low it's like, like, damn, like, I can't even call a nigga, Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's because it
2: everybody's basically, like, dependent on you
0: to... Nah, for sure. Me and him yeah. was staying together for real. That's why we together all day, because he seen it. He used to be telling me, like, man, you got to turn yourself up. Like, stop trying to turn everybody else up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, I don't know, it's just, like, when that shit went low, nigga wasn't, nigga wasn't really fucking with a nigga. So I'm like, all right. I made Vulture Island, turned that shit all the way back up. Like, so I just be... That's why I really be smart with my money, though. Cause I damn near hit zero. Like we moved, we moved out of our house. I I was staying with my mama for like four months.
2: I know. In the interview, you said you was staying with your mom during Vulture Island.
0: Yeah, I stayed with my mama. You know what's funny though? I used to be walking in. Like, keep in mind, I was already the latest in that motherfucker. Like, I'm walking to my mama's house. I'm like, damn.
1: <laughs> like, no,
0: you know when your money, you know your money going low, you start thinking like, you start thinking everything. Nigga could touch you and everything. So I'm walking right. to my mama's house like, man, nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm now, it's back to that mentality. Like, mm-hmm. so now nah, we ain't going back there.
2: So I would say now, what would you say are like some lessons that you learned with how to handle your money?
0: Um, just I've been trying to just push it up and never touch it. Like the money, I I, I ain't gonna lie. Like that bitch, little baby got a lot of little um, quotes. Like that nigga <laughs> said, when that money go home, that money supposed to stay home. Like I've been right. trying to do that. Like, if that shit go home, that shit can't come back out of the house. That's the rule. If it come out of the house, that mean, like, I absolutely needed this, you know what I'm
2: saying? Right, and I do want to ask you, because, you know, we oftentimes see a lot of artists, like, they'll have, like, a clique full of dudes, and they, like, oh, I need to make sure, like, they straight, like, but at a certain point when would you say it's okay to kind of be selfish with yourself and be like i gotta make sure i'm good and like my actual family is okay
0: there's never gonna be a point in that a motherfucker gotta show you they gotta show you that they put their first for you to put yourself first so a motherfucker gonna show me that a hundred times like in my head like man maybe it's time for me to start putting myself first like nobody don't care how i feel Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't saying, like, I'ma just be just dogging it out, but it's, like, I'd rather just not, like, and motherfucker gotta respect that.
2: Are you, like, a real selfless person?
0: I um, I just be making sure everybody else is because I don't really care about the things people care about. Right. But they care about it, so I just be trying to make sure they're straight.
2: So, so when it came to you setting boundaries with, like, taking care of a lot of people around you, did you ever have a guilty conscience with that?
0: Yeah, because it's, like, Nobody ever understand, like, they see, they see, they just see me. Mm-hmm. And they think only me and them got a relationship. So if they asking me for something, if I can't do it, they like, man, nah, nah. but you don't know, I got a hundred choose, Like, like I, I fuck with everybody, just how I fuck with you like, so I, you just can't take care of everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? They don't know your situation with other people. And they're, they're uh-uh. like, they just don't understand that shit.
2: Right. Was it a little scary for you to hit success as fast as you did? Because I think people know, but not a lot of people know, that you've been at this shit for only like two years.
0: Nah, it wasn't scary to me at all because God showed me this. Like, God really showed me this. I was high as fuck one day. You remember that shit? I I was high as a motherfucker one day. I told him, (laughs) though. God told me don't tell nobody.
1: You
2: said God told you don't tell nobody? (laughs)
0: <laughs> nah, for sure. God, I don't tell nobody. And I'm, I, I went to sleep that night, and I remember God came to me like, man. He asked me, um, 'cause my one of my homies, his auntie, paralyzed.
1: Mhm.
0: And we used to be just banging out in her crib and shit. And um, I had a, I had a dream, and God asked me, he like, you want these million dollars, or you want her to stop being paralyzed? And I chose her to stop being paralyzed, 'cause it was just love. And I think he, I don't know, I think he just. Show me, I think he just felt where I was coming from right there and just piped me up because right after that, I piped up. But I remember it though. And I remember that was a dream, like that shit crazy though. But it is what it is. I feel like people need to know that because God real. What, bro? Stop doing that, dog. <laughs> no, because
2: it, no, it, I'm looking at you like that because I be feeling alone, but like, you know. I be really dreaming stuff. Like, my dreams be so vivid, it be crazy. Dream's real, though. That's what I'm saying. No, dream's real, I'm telling you. Like, people don't, like, it's a different type of interpretation. Like, they be coming with the dreams. So, for you alone to even follow that dream and not take it as, like, you know, oh, this is just a dream, like, this whatever, that's, it's shocking me, I'm not going to lie. Nah, for sure. So I just want to dive into right now. Would you? What would you say are like some sacrifices that you've been making with your career?
0: Um, some sacrifices I've been making just like, like in the in a in a point we at man him we were just talking about like going back to New Orleans like this is a sacrifice for me because I'm already the latest nigga like I ain't gotta I ain't gotta do this like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I want to go back and just like poor people like just certain people like from different hoods and shit like i know these these dudes who never seen nothing in their life like but they don't even know this shit can really change your life i just want to go back and really really pull shit and just make people superstars out there
1: right and that's
0: the sacrifice i'm making because i'm back in the jungle because i gotta be in these streets you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's about it
2: Is it easier said than done to, like, pull people from where they're at and, like, bring them up to, like, I would say, like, the level that you're striving to be at?
0: It's easier said than done because the only reason I say that, though, because people, you never know people's intentions. Mm
1: -hmm, So you can, you can,
0: you a motherfucker needs you, when they need you, they all good. But when somebody get up, it's like, you gonna stay, you gonna stay like that. So it's easier said than done. And I got to think about that because it's me doing it. Are you gonna keep it solid with me or are you gonna get a bag and then we just gonna start having smoke or something? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't,
1: I don't.
2: Now as a rapper, how would you say you are handling when it comes to people switching up? Like, how is that sitting with you?
0: I mean, it's like, you know what's funny? I, I, I used to be sitting inside all day like, man, like, man, this shit blowing me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. talking to him he told me some shit like a couple months ago like probably like last month matter of fact he like man you gotta stop trying to hold on to all all this shit, like everything different everybody different like leave it alone and i ain't lying i've been moving like that i've been moving like man niggas just different we ain't the same niggas we used to be
1: mm. so that's just,
0: that's just it that's all. i ain't really even i really don't care no more
1: right uh
2: and i know you are pisces like you guys are such
0: Caring people, man. Listen, bro. It (laughs) hurt me to my heart that I gotta do it, but it's like, man, like you gotta do what's best for you, like because everybody else doing what's best for them. Like it's my turn.
1: Mm
2: Mhm. Now you were able to touch hands with some people. I know that you and Dirk have a strong dynamic. So from the beginning, like, how are you guys even able to link up?
0: Um, Dirk just texted me out of the blue. He got my number from um, DJ Bans though, but he texted me out of the blue. I was like, what the hell? He's like, yo, I'm like, What is it?" He like, this dirt. In my head, I'm like, man, what,
1: man? I'm, I'm <laughs> really from the jungle, man. I really
0: listen to you, bro.
1: Right. Like, man, this
0: ain't no dirt, man. But I just had to believe when he told me he got it, um, my number from Bands, so that's it. He just told me he wanted to make some music with me and shit. We locked in, like, right after that. Yeah, so.
2: And I did see recently, like, y'all posted pictures together in the studio, so yeah. what? What's
0: going on with that? Now that shit hard. I ain't gonna cap. He gonna be on my um on my on my album. I'm about to drop. I'm gonna be on his album. So. Yeah.
2: Now with this album, we gotta get the scoop on that because you know Vulture Island was Welcome to Vulture Island was crazy. I
0: ain't gonna That's lie, bro. This shit like ten times better than that. Like, this shit like ten times better than that for sure. Just because like Welcome to Vulture Island, I was growing like mm-hmm. I ain't really I, I ain't really know who I was at the time. But this this shit like I fuck with this shit hard. I ain't gonna cap.
2: Hold on, we gonna get into that, but real quick, you been touching hands with Detroit, too.
1: Yeah, I fuck with So Detroit. let's
2: talk about like that Southern dynamic with Man, you know what's funny, but I don't even know how, how that
0: happened like that. I fuck with Stax out Detroit. Like, man, Stax, before before anything was anything, like, mm-hmm. man, Stax just was locked in because we signed to the same lady. We stay in the same house and shit. Then, um, Ray was my first, like, big feature. Then Peezy, like, I'm like, damn. So now- Hey there. The Detroit connection just death. you know what I'm saying, it wasn't, I don't even know how that shit happened, for real.
2: Damn, I like the fact that you coming from New Orleans, like you touching hands with people. Uh-huh. And when I say people, like you touching hands with people, because I ain't gonna lie, I really, and you could correct me totally if I'm wrong. Correct. I've never really heard, <laughs> I've never really heard a, like, the New Orleans and Detroit dynamic like that, for real.
0: I'm about to say, I never heard it at all.
2: Exactly. So I never heard
0: nobody from New Orleans make no song with nobody from Detroit. I got Ice with Vezzo. Damn. I got Dez Loaf on my on my album, too, though.
2: The, this new one?
0: Yeah, Dez Loaf on there. She done oh, popped out.
2: That's how you coming?
0: Yeah, she done popped out for me. Nah, it's on hard, Damn. too.
2: Damn. Okay, so we, now we got to dive up into this. So with this new album, we got to get the title first. You got the title picked out?
0: Uh, I'm going to name it Full Guy, too.
2: For guy too? Yeah. What's the inspiration behind
0: that? Man, just cause like my first, I, t- I, dropped, I dropped three tapes before like I got signed. hmm and, and it was like, in the city it was like, all right, I didn't know you rapping. That was the first tape. The second tape was like, all right, you might be you might be little little good, this shit hard. Then the third tape was like, man, you solidified, you him. So I'm just trying to do the same thing with these next three tapes that I'm dropping like for the world though, you know what I'm saying? Like, my song, my, my tape full guy. They knew I was rapping a little, and welcome to Vulture Island. Like, uh, I right, You could be good, and this one, like, man, you him. Like, like they ain't fucking with you. You really, you really that.
2: Damn, you got days
0: love though. Yeah, that's all right. gonna be so. Not fuck with
2: days love. That's finna to be so crazy. So with this new project coming in, how long would you say you've been working on it?
0: Probably. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know, because I had some of these songs that I'm about to put on here before I even had um, Welcome to Vulture Island, like, before I dropped Vulture Island. These could have went on that, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, probably like, probably like a year. But it wasn't even like I was working on the tape. I was trying to drop, like, three months after. It was just like, I just kept delaying myself, you know what I'm saying?
2: Why was you doing that, though?
0: I don't know, I just feel like the song wasn't good. The songs wasn't good enough and shit, but now I'm looking back on it, that shit was hard, I'm tripping, like, I said just dropped it.
2: Right. So with the projects that you are planning to release them, is this just gonna be like straight summer vibes?
0: Nah, it's gonna be summer vibes, him.
2: I told you, your shit is for the bad
1: bitches. I got what's a that? song,
0: <laughs> I got a song, that motherfucker is so hard, it's called I Believe You. Man, they gonna fuck with this song. Especially like the Is it like upbeat, the like what's, what's the it like, You know what's funny, I made this song the night I did Vulture Island video. Mhm. It's like damn near the same vibe. Like I don't know, I don't know how it like that, but that motherfucker sound like, the same vibe, like.
2: Ooh, how was it? How is it like getting used to rapping on Detroit type beats? Cause you know, like New Orleans, like it's a little, it's a bounce to it, but Detroit. Detroit, a to those. Real too, piece shit.
0: Nah, 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 nah not, not the beats he chose, though. Uh
2: huh.
0: I ain't gonna lie. I think, I think, if if New Orleans was to have a a type of rap beat, it would be Detroit beat. Yeah, I
2: can. see Because that. it's
0: that bounce. It's, it's one of them. Like we, we like that bounce shit.
2: Were you a little hesitant at first? Like, uh, let me see how I'm gonna come on the track. About the
0: peasy? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't think I was gonna go hard as I went though. Really? Nah, I went nuts on there. I listened to it after I'm like, God damn, I flashed
1: out. <laughs> like,
0: I flashed out on there, I ain't gonna lie.
2: And then you just dropped Ball and Chill too. Yeah. So let's talk about that one for you. What was the inspiration behind that?
0: Um, Soldier Slim, for real. Mm-hmm. He got a song called Ball and Chill, so I used to be listening to it all day. I, was just, I always wanted to incorporate into some shit I was doing. I was in the studio one day, I'm like, man, I'm about, it's, it's going to sound hard right here. I just freestyled and said the whole song that he said, but I put it in my own words and it's just was like, my yeah, this him. That's it. I really, for Ball and Chill, I didn't really want that to be like no, no blow up song. I just wanted that to be for like the niggas in the street who really living what we, what we talking about. Like, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that song ain't going on my tape. Like, it wasn't a no single, and then I just told him I'm going to drop this.
2: I saw it as a video, because yeah. I was looking through it, and I was like, damn, I didn't see this. But I saw it as a visual, and you snapped.
1: Yeah, it was definitely.
2: So, just going into your overall journey, if you could describe it in, like, three words, if you could put it in three words, what would you say?
1: Uh, my
0: journey just, I don't know. Damn, three words, bro. Do we need give like five, that. ten? Just ask me. I, I just, I just gotta keep going. Craziest, Two words.
2: Crazy is part of your journey.
0: All right, crazy, um, inspiring. Probably like um, I don't know. I don't know the third one though.
2: What's been the inspiring part of your journey for you?
0: Just because, like, niggas, niggas from where we from, they don't really be getting a chance to do what we doing, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, niggas that's really from that, like, they don't get a chance to do what we doing. That's why I'm trying to bring it bring it back and make, make niggas really get a chance, you know what I'm saying? Like, the voices that's not heard, yeah,
2: that's about it. And I would say, like, with New Orleans and the music scene right now, what do you feel like is I don't want to say stagnant, but what do you feel like is really making it to where, you know, like, damn, it's like I want to word it a certain way, but I don't want to make it controversial.
0: To okay. where it's like, they, they, it's not elevating?
2: Yes, like, to where it's You know like, what's
0: funny? That's why I'm doing that, because I I used to be like, man, why them niggas who, you know, why them niggas who wasn't uh, fucking with the young niggas, like, mm-hmm. that's why we going back to that bitch, because I feel like knives on me, like, like, all that shit did. Like, now you the one. Like, don't, don't make that same mistake. Like, we gotta go back. Like, so that's really what it is.
2: Wow. <laughs> do you ever feel the pressure of like that, though?
0: Nah, not at all. Because I don't really care that much. Like,
2: mm-hmm. if,
0: I could, if, if it do help you, I'm happy it helped you. But if it don't, at least I try. That's, that's about it.
2: Do you feel like you're finally finding your purpose with music? I
0: don't, I don't, I don't feel like I. I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I don't know about that because it's like with music finding purpose to me is like, I don't, I, I found my purpose already when I started making music. the first song I made.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause
0: I'm talking about shit, I'm, that shit was like a damn event session. That's my purpose for myself. I don't give a fuck. Like if you living how I'm living, then you gonna fuck with it. That's really the purpose for me.
2: Why why, why are you over here laughing? You funny, bro. (laughs) I'm serious. But, no, I think, um, you know, and even you going back to saying how, like, you want to bring people from your city up, like, when it comes to the music scene. I think that's a part of your purpose, too.
1: Uh,
0: Most definitely. I really do. Because we need that, like, New Orleans is just still surrounded by poverty. Like, Mm -hmm. somebody just asked me some stuff, like, man, who you looked up to? Who was hustling in the city? I had to tell them, like, man, ain't no hustlers out here. Like, straight killers ain't, like, ain't nobody trying to hustle. So that's But that's because they ain't never had no money out there like that. And the right. motherfucker that did get money ain't never just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, show everybody love. Like, man, you one of them dudes that could do that. So do it.
2: Do you feel like, and I know this happened, like, so long ago, but do you feel like with Katrina, like, that kind of held the city back? Nah, it for
0: sure did. It, it for sure did,
2: because
0: mm-hmm. sure I know, like, like, Birdman wouldn't have never left, like, you know what I'm saying? The only reason he left was Katrina, like, so that's, about to, that's probably it. And Birdman, one of them niggas, gonna get back to what need to, to give back to.
2: And I know you got the chance to meet him, so what was that talk like when y'all finally got to speak?
0: Nah, it's funny, though. I just, I just saw him the other day. He told me, like, man, you don't one, like, don't stop this shit. Don't, 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 don't let a nigga bring you down. You the one, I'm telling you. But he been telling me that since he first met me. For sure. real one.
2: And I gotta give you your flowers. I am so proud of you. Like from the time that you was sitting on the porch until now, it's really crazy. It's funny. Last time
0: I had a Nike tech on, huh? I had a Nike tech on a time.
2: You did. You were so cool. Like you was chilling. You was humble. Did you even think like shit was going to go crazy like right after you left us?
0: Nah, not at all. I ain't gonna lie. I still, it's like in my head, I don't think it, but I know how Mm -hmm. niggas looking at me is going. Because that's how I looked at a nigga when I wasn't, when I wasn't really having that shit. Like, man, he he probably don't see it, but that nigga's gonna be him.
2: Right. What was something that you say you weren't prepared for when it came to you pursuing music full time?
0: Uh, Probably like being in the studio every day, like because it's an everyday thing. Like, you gotta really live in the studio. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I wasn't prepared for that. Like I thought I could just make songs when I want to. Like, no, you gotta make 30 songs. And one of them might be that, then you gotta come back next week and make 30 songs. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't prepared for that at all.
2: Wait, so what does your self-care look like?
0: My self-care?
2: Yeah, like when you're not making music, what do you do to get yourself?
0: When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
1: This is ludicrous. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't like really being around people because people be messing your vibe up. That's that's about it. I love being by myself. Put my phone on, do not disturb. Like ain't answering it. Watching TV and shit. Like I, I ain't really, I ain't really no person that like being around people too much. I feel
2: that heavily. Like you I know. feel like when you taking too many people's energy, like that shit be kind of yeah, sticking motherfuckers like come sticking around you and you. just
0: just just <laughs> nag all this, Like man. We ain't
2: Um, Now, some advice that you would give to artists when it comes to them just staying consistent throughout things that they have going on in their personal life. What would that be?
0: Some advice. Probably, like, keep going. That's about it. Like, because you never know. It's going to be that one day where you don't feel like doing nothing, and it's going to pop out. It's going to pop out you. Like, So just keep going. That's about it.
2: Now, Rob, you know I need you to pop your shit before you hop up off the porch with this new tape that's finna drop. What can we all expect? We need to know the vibes, all of it. I
0: ain't lying, y'all gotta turn that motherfucker up, man. It's all real nigga vibes. Um, Loving vibes for the ladies, It is. Got the club vibes on that, man. Y'all gonna see it when y'all see it, man. Just turn me up when you see it.
2: Hey, but you gotta talk about your love for Houston, though, because you got Houston girls and that shit was going. (laughs) I ain't lying,
0: bro. Houston girls gotta go on that tape, bro. Houston girl got on that tape, that shit hard. I ain't lie, I love Houston. Houston was like the first city that really believe, believed in me outside my city.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like shout out to Slim, shout out to Lyra. Like they, they, and shout out to Eric29, Eric over there. Like, man, they was pushing it hard. Like, like I was from there, you know what I'm saying? Right. I remember that night. I remember where, where the whole Houston girl song come from. Like, just him.
2: Bro, that shit's you know the girls eating that up on TikTok. Like Most all definitely. you see is Houston girls. I
0: said I should have named it Pretty Girls. Or some <laughs> shit like that. But then that's Corny, huh? Yeah, I should have I mean, named it Pretty Girls. Yeah, just because I man Pretty Girls the best fuck, like I'm a pet. Uh, it's like Houston girls is like, boy, that boy know what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying?
2: That's one of them ones. That's one of them ones. All right, so real quick. In the future, who would you say you would like to go on tour with? Why do I see you going on tour with Drake? Like, opening up for Drake?
0: That'll be hard. I, I can see
2: that though. I
0: don't know, I, I... You know what's funny, brother? The only person I ever wanted to go on tour was Future. Future? Yeah. I just, it sucked that I had to cancel the tour. It's it's aggravating, because that shit was a dream. Like, You I had to cancel wait, it? No, nah, you know, that was an like dream. Oh, type yeah, shit. yeah. But yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie. That's the only tour I really wanted to be on. But he brought me out in New Orleans. And he brought me out in Boston, so.
2: No, that shit was crazy. Man, what? That shit was
0: viral. That shit was viral, man. I ain't gonna lie.
2: Damn, you. You going crazy, like.
0: No, that shit was hard. I ain't gonna count.
2: Now, before we completely wrap up, do you have any last words or shout outs?
0: Um, I got some last words. Y'all go fuck with my dog, of G Music. Like Migo, supposed to be right chill. Y'all go fuck with his music. <laughs> Moschino right chill. Supposed to be right chill. Y'all go fuck with his music, man. Y'all fuck with my brother's music, man. That shit about to turn up. That's it. Yeah,
1: let me know. 400000 in a month. I think I made this shit happen because that's for my lucky number. Yeah, let them know. That ain't the engine.